Welcome to the Remnant Christian Center's podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message. Everybody, uh, if you have a phone or you have your actual Bibles, uh, we're a Bible-believing church here. So let's get your Bibles in. I want to, tr- oh, man, I've never preached on this before. Lately, God has just been giving me stuff every week. And I usually like to preach in series, but I need everyone to pay attention, please. Listen, no talking, because what I'm about to say, I have to give an intro and context to what I'm about to preach on, because it may sound hard in the beginning, but I want you to know this. How many times when you were growing up, (laughs) this is actually funny, all right, did you hear your parents say, mijo or mija or son or daughter, (laughs) this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me? You're like, no, it ain't. And they bend you over and they start giving you a pow-pow, you know. And they're like, it's going to hurt you more than me. But here's the reason why the parents say that. This is a good intro. The parents say that because they know that sometimes they have to give you a loving correction or they have to warn you about something. But listen, please hear me. This is an intro because you're going to find out But I'm about to preach, okay? Because this just leaped out at me this week and I've never preached on this before. And it's interesting because it has to do a lot with, uh, um, well, you'll see, a lack of flexibility in, 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 in the natural, actually. But spiritual implication to that is crazy. So I say that to say this, little intro. When God warns us, sorry, when your parents warn us, is because they love you. Hello? Yes? Yes? If you just let your child do anything they want, you're not a good parent. <laughs> so whenever you hear the Lord prefacing this, bring a warning or a statement that may seem, it's because he absolutely loves us. But let me tell you something, that, that rambunctious kid, when they get a little pow-pow in the, in, when they're young, they won't do that again. If you leave them without correction, they'll do whatever they want. So with that said, I'm going to give you something today that I believe, hear me now, is slowly creeping into the church and slowly creeping into the people of God. I've never preached this before. Amen. So let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 10. It's going to be on the screen, so if you don't have a Bible, that's fine. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12 through 16. Turn to somebody and say, I'm here on purpose. It's not by accident that I'm here. Okay, that's good. Verse 12, are you ready? It's going to be on the screen. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 12 through 16. Now, this is what God was, uh, what the Lord was saying to the people of God. Here it goes. And now, Israel, what does the Lord, your God, listen to me, require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to love him. To serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Verse 13. And to keep his commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today, for your good. It's for your good. Right? Now watch this. This is where it gets a little heavy. Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God. Also the earth with all that is in it. Verse 15. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love, just to love them. And he chose their descendants after them. You, above all people, as it is this day. Now hone in on this verse. This is the verse that you're going to be like, trust me, it's going to be good. Therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart, watch this now, and be stiff-necked no more. Circumcise 
the foreskin of your heart and be stiff-necked no more. Let me tell you just up front an introduction of the word stiff-necked. In the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, the word stiff-necked is used a lot. But the the, the image that we have of God calling someone stiff-necked is someone pushing their fist up and hating God. But I'm here to propose to you that the stiff-necked people that God was talking about was God's own people. It was not worldly people that didn't know anything of God. It was not people that didn't have a relationship prior to God. The people that he called stiff-necked was his own people that he loved. Why? Because they were in constant environments of godly counsel, godly wisdom, godly, uh, godly influence, and still, watch this, here, here's the key, and still resisted the ways of God. And a stiff-necked person, spiritually speaking, is the same thing as having a hardened heart. A hardened heart, unfortunately, comes through circumstances that have hurt your life or circumstances, listen to me, that uh, have you have opened the door to maybe on purpose, like purposeful sin and compromise, it opens a door, or somebody hurting you, or breakup of a relationship, a breakup in your family, it develops a hard heart. Now, the, now watch this. A hard heart and a stiff neck spiritually is symbolic of the spiritual condition of someone at that time. Here, here's the key. Choosing to resist the ways of the Lord. Hear me now. That was really deep. A person with a hardened heart is the same thing as a person with a stiff neck. Now, I'm not beating you. That's why I had to give you that intro. The Bible in Deuteronomy says, circumcise spiritually the foreskin of your heart. In other words, the fleshly ways, right, of your life. And then he says, and be stiff neck no more. Everybody say stiff neck. It's funny because my friend Diana here, she works at, at, at Stretch Lab. So she knows the, the difficulty of somebody that doesn't have flexibility in the natural. Now, when you have a stiff neck, there's something that happens uh, that I'm going to parallel today. Because if you've ever had a physically stiff neck, that's where all the nerves start. <laughs> Listen to me. This is, in, this, is, this is important, what I'm about to say. Today, the title of my sermon is The Symptoms of a Stiff-Necked Christian. Preach, Pastor George. Uh-oh. See, I, I, had to, I, had to, I had to give you a good analogy so you have to understand this. It says, circumcise the, the foreskin of your heart. Now watch this. Everybody say this with me. And be stiff-necked no more. Now, God says, church, don't be stiff-necked. What is a stiff-necked person? Someone who has heard the ways of the Lord, not someone that's new, someone that has uh, been in the environment of the Lord and yet on purpose willingly resists the ways of the Lord. That's what stiff neck is. Stiff neck is not talking about people that don't know the, the Lord. As a matter of fact, I'm going to break this fallacy. There's this fallacy that God says that stiff neck people are worldly people. He never called the Chaldeans stiff neck. He never called all these other people that had no covenant with God stiff neck. You know who he called stiff neck? His own people because they refused to do what he said. Now, why did I say this intro? This is a good intro, okay? Because as I'm driving and I'm praying, I'm thinking, what are, what are some of the physical symptoms of a stiff neck that parallels the spiritual significance of a stiff neck? And so I started writing things down. 
I started writing things down of what I read and what I felt in my own life. And what happens to a person physically when they have a stiff neck, especially if their nerves are shot and they can't move their neck. The, 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 the top of your head is the one that controls even the, some of the things in the bottom. When I would be going to nerve therapy in some other places, I'm like, my coccyx nerve hurt. And they would like work on my neck. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's right here. <laughs> They're like, you don't understand. That if I fix this, this could get fixed. Be stiff neck no more. He's talking to God's people. Now, this is a loving warning to, to people. So, so, so his people. So I'm, I'm driving and I feel all this stuff. And then, I, I, don't, this is not funny, but it's gonna, it may sound funny. I call, I, the Lord said, call Tom. Because Tom has a stiff neck. Now, wait, 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 wait. Tom is my brother over there. He's one of our leaders. He had a, a horrible, in the natural, he had a, a very, very bad injury to his neck to the point where he had to have major surgery years ago. Now listen to this. This is an intro to what I'm about to say. And he developed a very stiff neck. And so I asked him, I called him, I go, Tom, uh, he, the doctors told him he may be a paraplegic for the rest of his life. But look at him now. He's there. Come on. Yeah. He's walking. But he, unfortunately, because of the, the, the fused disc, he developed a stiff neck. So I called him. I said, I'm, I'm having this verse jump at me about be stiff neck no more. Could you give me some physical symptoms of a stiff neck? And he gave me some. So with that in mind, okay, now that in mind, this is the intro. I'm going to give you today the symptoms. Put this slide up. Here are some physical symptoms of someone with a stiff neck. And the spiritual parallels and significance of each of these symptoms. Now, I need you to hone in on me. Don't fall asleep on me now. Remember what the Bible says. Circumcise the foreskin of your heart and what? Be stiff neck no more. In other words, stop resisting what you cannot win. Stop resisting the knocking and the nudging of the Lord. Stop resisting the ways of God because it's only going to get worse for you. And this is from a loving father that loves you. If he didn't love you, he would say, go ahead and do whatever you want. Remember Mufasa? Remember just coming to me. Remember the Lion King? Remember the Lion King? He, the, the, the Mufasa's there and then, and then Simba's right here. And they're looking all throughout. They're like, they're like, oh, this is ours. You could go there, but just don't go over there. Now, that's not a bad father. That's a, you know, but most people, they want to go to the place where the father tells them not to go. Because inwardly, what a stiff-necked person is. Now, here, swallow this. I'm smiling when I say this to you. Are people that not only are resisting the ways, but they're stubborn. You could always parallel stiff neck, the, the term stiff neck, with stubborn. Now, what is a stiff neck in the, in the natural? Sometimes it's because of surgery or your nerves are shot and you can't move your neck and it hurts to do anything with your neck, but it affects your whole body. Now, watch this. The first symptom, put this slide up, of a physical stiff neck. Are you ready to, sh to shout with me? There's a parallel. A person with a stiff neck finds it very difficult to bow their heads low. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you know where I'm going with this. Right? If you, if you know anything about flexibility, you know that it is absolutely essential for you to make sure you you, you, you turn and whatever. But a person with a stiff neck, whether it's through operation or damage watches or injury... 
this little foreshadow. Some people develop a spiritually stiff neck because of hurt in their life. They got hurt, so they're, they're, they resist. They get hardened. Remember, anytime you hear the word stiff neck, it's really a hardened heart. That's the same, same thing. A person naturally with a stiff neck finds it very difficult, watch this, to do this. And what is the universal sign of doing this? What is the spiritual significance of that? Put that up there. This is good. You're going you're gonna to love me for this. The spiritual significance of not being able to bow their head low. Listen, heads bow low speaks of humility needed to reverence the Lord and fully be surrendered to him. Whenever you see, even in movies, someone approaching a king, what do they do? It's a sign of reverence. Bowing your head, oh, this is so good, is a sign of humility. What is that saying then? A person that has developed a spiritually stiff neck finds it very difficult to stay humble and, and, and require the fear of the Lord because they've got hurt or they have open sin in their life. So it's very difficult for a spiritually stiff-necked person to walk in humility. Because a stiff-necked Christian, right, is a person that only sees their way of doing things. The Bible says, circumcise the fortune of your heart and be stiff-necked no longer. In other words, stop doing it your own way. Paul the Apostle, before he became Paul the Apostle, he was persecuting Christians. He thought he was doing the, way, the things of the Lord. He got encountered by God. And then you know what the Lord says? He appeared to him in a vision. The Lord says, Paul, Saul, Saul, why are you kicking against the pricks or the goats? You know what that was? Have you guys ever looked that up, what that is? Those were little, well, those were spikes and, and, and wood that have like spikes on it. And he's kicking against spikes. In other words, you're hurting yourself. When you're stiff-necked and stubborn because of what's happened in the past or because you just refuse to listen to it, you're hurting yourself. Now watch this. What is the universal sign of bowing the head in, in, in every place? Not only humility. What, come on, what is it? When you bow your head even before dinner, what do you do? What is it, what is it, what is it for? Prayer. <laughs> I don't know what someone said over there, but... Bowing your head low. Everybody say bowing your head low is symbolic of your ability to come to the Lord in prayer. When you and I develop a a stiff neck or a hard heart, it finds it very difficult to have a prayer life. Hear me now. You cannot have a powerful prayer life if you're spiritually stiff-necked. You know why? Because part of your stiff-neckedness, not nakedness, neckness, is due to possibly... You being a little bit upset with God. So a person with a stiff neck refuses to, watch this, humble themselves. A person with a stiff neck doesn't care about the word. A person with a stiff neck is, while pastor's preaching is going, whatever. That should be one of my points. <laughs> a symptom of a... Of a of a stiff neck is when pastors preaching a good word and and they don't move (laughs) that's not a point but everybody say humility so bowing our heads is a posture of prayer bowing our heads is a posture of reverence bowing our head is a posture of surrender and dependence on the lord so when god says be stiff neck no longer what he's saying is have the ability 
again by letting me heal those wounds, closing those doors of sin so you can walk in humility again. Listen, the Bible is very clear. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he shall exalt you in due time. When you have a stiff neck, it's hard for you to have a prayer life. It's hard for you to walk in humility. And it's hard for you to, watch this, fear the Lord. Look at what 1 Chronicles 29 says about the bowing of the head. Ready? 1 Chronicles 20, 29, it says it there on the screen. Look at, follow me with me. Are you getting something? Then David said to the assembly, now bless the Lord your God. So all the assembly blessed the Lord God their fathers. Watch this. What did they do? And bowed their heads and prostrated themselves before the Lord and the king. What is that a sign of? Humility. A person with a hardened heart doesn't even know. Hear me. This is scary. Doesn't even know that they're walking in pride. They don't know it. They've been so hurt by church. They've been so hurt by people. They've been so hurt by relationship. So they open doors for sin in their life. And they don't even know that they're walking straight into a path of destruction. And all the people that are saying, hey, you, go, you, you shouldn't be doing that. You're just being judgmental. Don't talk to me. Stiff neck. Stubborn. Listen, listen. listen. I, I, I felt this this morning. Don't confuse stubbornness with being confident. They're two different things. Confidence, you need confidence. That doesn't mean you're stubborn. It just means you're confident. It, there's, a, there's a healthy place of independence. You need that. And there's a, there's a time where you need to be focused. But don't get it twisted. <laughs> being focused and being confident is not the same as being stubborn. You know why? Because being stubborn only sees things your way and never the Lord's way. So the first, watch this, the first symptom of a stiff neck, listen, is you can't bow their head low. So today I want to challenge you. Have you lacked humility or the fear of the Lord lately? The Lord says, be stiff neck no more. You know what the second physical symptom of a stiff neck is? Put it up there. They find it very difficult to raise their head high. Stiff neck syndrome you can't bow low which speaks of humility but also you can't do this am i right tom it's very hard for him to do that because he had operation so to do just to do what we take for granted just to do this it is very hard for someone who has a stiff neck naturally to look up oh man do you see the symbolism here when you've been hurt and, and, and all this becomes calcified and all this becomes hard like a cement because of life, because of hurt, because of pain, it is hard for you to look up. What is the symbolism of looking up? You guys should know it. Worshiping the Lord. Put that point up. Put that, list, that light up. Listen, heads lifted high speak of the trusting in the Lord and a lifestyle of worship to the Lord. This is what it symbolizes. Spiritually, when you look up, what you're doing is, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Where does my help come from? That's what the Bible says in Psalms. He says, I've looked for, to the hills. Put that scripture up there. I, put, I looked up to the hills. What scripture is it? Psalm 121, verse 1. In the ESV, the ESV version. Look at what it says. I lift up my eyes and my face. The other translation says face. Look at Listen, I lift up. Everybody say lift up. 
from where my help comes from, my help comes from the Lord. So the ability to say, Lord, listen, watch this. I can't do this on my own is the ability spiritually to lift up your neck. If you could do that, watch this. Now, this is what I'm about to say is powerful. Lift up your head also means that you have a lifestyle of worship. It's a symbolism of worship. You're looking to the Lord. Look, look, look at the scripture there, and then I'm going to say something powerful. Say, it's about to get good. <laughs> Psalm 27, verse 6. You follow me in the New King James. It's up there on the screen. Now my head, everybody say head, shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. What is the result of a lifted head? Watch this. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. Watch this. I will sing. Hello? I will sing. Yes, I will sing praise to the Lord. What? Wait, wait, wait. I will sing praise to the Lord when I lift up my head. Now watch. This is key, what I'm about to say. Lifting up our head spiritually means that we don't have a stiff neck. And what it means spiritually, watch this, this is key, this is going to hit some of you guys, is that you've been delivered from shame and condemnation and guilt and have entered into the identity of sons and daughters in Christ. You say, yes, amen. Watch this. I'm going to just be very transparent. Whenever I have messed up, whenever I have sinned, whenever I have, uh, I have said things that I shouldn't say because of my pain. How many know that because of your pain, stuff comes out? So your heart is revealed through trials. So when I've been going through trials, you know what I've done? I didn't even know it. I've been developing, not now, but I have developed a stiff neck. And you know what? When I have messed up and I compromised in the things that I said or the things that I was feeling in my heart or when I was angry at God, when it came time to praise God, it was hard to look up. Oh, that is so good right there. A person that struggles with shame and condemnation, listen, without the Lord, can't lift their head up and receive from God because they feel they're not worthy enough. Because they feel they're, they're not clean enough. Well, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. The job of the shower is to clean you. Jesus is the shower. You don't say to the shower, man, I'm too dirty to get in the shower. I feel so condemned. But here's the key. If you don't get in the shower, you're going to stay dirty. Here's the point. If you have a stiff neck and you don't yield to the ways of the lord you will battle shame condemnation and guilt by yourself good luck with that i said good luck with that how's it working for you guilt shame and condemnation if you try to battle it on your own you're gonna listen you won't be ever be able to do this because I know I'm cleansed, even if I messed up yesterday and I asked for forgiveness, I today could go, your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. Lord, I will lift up my eyes. Yesterday, I may have messed up, but I asked for forgiveness. Watch this. Now I'm free. Thank you, Lord, for that truth. It's not truth that sets you free. It's truth that you know and apply that sets you free. Because truth is out there, but truth is not setting people free. But it's the truth that you say, okay, I'm going to believe this. Now watch this. When you believe that, this is like a spiritual oil coming to your neck. And you'll get that flexibility. You know, I'm thinking of my friend Diana here. I would go every week to, to the stretch lab. And man, it was in the, my condition is in the lower groin and in the coccyx nerve. It's very painful. It's like a, a sitting on a hot knife almost all the time. It's gotten better, but it has not fully gone away. 
Whenever I stretched, man, and they would like I would see I would be on the table and my leg would be over here. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what in the world? How? But watch this. Inside, inside it was like relief. It was stretching that cement that had hardened. I'm telling you, I felt like this like ungluing every time. And listen, for about two or three hours after that, that session, it would feel like I'm, uh, I, I was the tin man that got oiled. And I was, I, was, I was able to walk. In the spirit, spiritually, we need flexibility, which means humility. We need to, uh, we need to admit that we've become hardened by sin, listen, and hurt. And the Lord says, be stiff-necked no more. The first condition of a stiff neck is we can't bow down our neck low. Now watch this. This is going to be really good. I mean, some of you are going to be like, uh-oh. <laughs> right? But watch this. The, the, look, look at Ezra chapter 9. Ezra, right? We hardly ever quote Ezra. The book of Ezra chapter 9 talks about this. Before we go to the third point, talks about, listen, listen, zoom in on me. Talks about what happens, our, our physical posture. Everybody say physical posture. When we're ashamed. Now, without... without um, Getting too personal. Have any, has anybody here ever suffered with guilt and condemnation or shame? I want you to see in the Bible the posture of the head. This is, I've never preached this. I never, I never saw this. The posture of the head when someone is ashamed. It's never this. Look at Ezra chapter 9, verse 5 through 6. Are you ready? Here's what it says. Look at this. This is going to be healing for some of you. At the evening sacrifice, this is Ezra because he saw the sins of his people. Watch this. I rose from my fasting and having torn my garment and my robe, watch this. I fell on my face and spread out my hands to the Lord. So he felt the sins of his people. Now watch what he said next. I said to myself, oh my God, I am too ashamed and humiliated. Are you ready for this? Read this with me. To lift up my face to you. Mm. For our iniquities have risen higher than our heads, and our guilt has grown up to the heavens. When, you're, when you feel guilty and shamed without the Lord, it's hard for you to worship God. Because you're so consumed about your own guilt that you feel so dirty that you can't offer God praise. Well, I'm here, here to tell you that when you do, that the blood of Jesus at the cross already made way for you. If you just surrender and stop being stiff-necked. How do you, how do you stop being stiff-necked? I've been getting ahead of myself. I'm, I'm going to give you the, the keys of how to stop it. But the main point is surrender and stop resisting. You cannot win this battle with the Lord. Stop resisting the Lord and surrender. Even if you don't understand it, God is going to slowly give you the healing that you need. But if you harden your heart due to life, you will be stiff-necked. Now watch this. This is key. This next one, I was like, oh my gosh. The third symptom of a stiff neck, physically. Then we're going to parallel it to the spiritual. No, not, not, not that one. A person with a stiff neck cannot, watch this. This is good. Cannot react quick enough to see the things that are coming at them that are meant to harm them. A person with a stiff neck finds it difficult to hear things coming quickly and clearly. Why? 
Why do I say that? Because, and I'm not trying to be funny, but a person with a stiff neck, if someone is, if they hear something, they can't be like this. Because they have a stiff neck. It has hardened. If someone is coming to attack them to the side, they can't go like this. You know what they have to do? They have to go like this. Yeah, what's up? Hey, George, what's going on? <laughs> I'm not, again, I'm not trying to be funny. What's going on? You, you can't do this. Watch this. Are you ready for this? What's the spiritual significance of this symptom of a stiff neck? Is that you will be, watch this. Oh, this is so good. A stiff neck Christian, spiritual significance, is hindered from seeing the attacks of the enemy that have intent to sift and destroy them. In other words, when we develop a stiff neck, we lose our discernment and the we were not able we're not able to clearly hear what is happening. The person with the stiff neck doesn't have the reaction time that the normal person had. If I had a stiff neck and someone was about to attack me, I would have to hear it way afar. Why? Because I can't turn quickly. Listen to this. When the Bible says in Deuteronomy, be stiff neck no more, what it's saying is you don't even see what's coming to you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to warn you, but you're so resisting that the enemy is coming to sift you like wheat. Do you know that God told Peter, Jesus told Peter, I love Peter because, you know, I think all of us can relate to Peter. He's like, I'm with you. I'm with you to the end. You're my Lord. I'm with you. I'm the man. You called me the rock. I'm the rock before the rock was the rock. I'm the rock. You know what Jesus said? Jesus looked at his heart because he was developing hardness. And he goes, Peter, I'm going to tell you this right now. Before the rooster crows three times, you're going to deny me three times that I even exist. Peter's like, no way. I'll go to prison for you. Watch this. Oh, this is so good. Say, be stiff neck no more. Luke chapter 22, verse 31. Look at this. It's up on the screen on the Passion Translation. This is so good. Spiritually speaking, when a Christian slowly develops a stiff neck, they won't be able to quickly see the attacks of the enemy. Can I just pause? Some of you do not see the attacks of the enemy coming at you. And people are warning you. People are saying, be careful. They're giving you scriptures and you're getting offended at them. Let me tell you, if someone is lovingly correcting you, lovingly, not rudely, it's because they care for you. If, if, if you're my friend or my sister or my brother and I see you going into a place that I broke my foot in, but you can't see it, but there's a hole in there, and I don't say anything to you, what kind of a friend am I? I'll say, wait a minute, don't do that. You may think you're going the right way, but you're going to break your ankles. You're going to hurt. Stiff neck says, I'm going to do it anyways. Now watch this. Look at what Jesus said to Peter. Oh, this is so good. Are you getting something, church? I'm getting something, so I hope you are. Everybody say, I'm there. It's on the screen. Peter, Jesus said, Peter, my dear friend, listen, watch this, to what I'm about to tell you. Are you ready? This is Jesus speaking to Peter, the great eventual apostle. Satan has obtained permission to come and sift all of you like wheat and test your faith. Oh, I love this. Jesus said, but I have prayed for you that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes. Remember this, after you have turned back to me and have been restored, listen, make it your life mission to strengthen your brothers. But Lord, Peter said, I'm ready to stand with you at the very end. Even if it means death, Peter's like, I'm with you. 
All these other guys, they're going to deny you, but not me. Jesus looked at him and prophesied. Peter, before the rooster crows in the morning, you will deny me three times that you ever knew me. Look at me. I'm not going to go further because you know the story. Those of you who don't know the story, basically what happens is when Jesus was arrested and all hell broke loose, Peter got afraid and scared. And so when they were, he was at the fire, they were saying, hey, were you, are you one of his disciples? And he goes, no, I don't know him. Isn't it amazing that you can have a relationship with God and fear and anger and stubbornness could cause you to deny the Lord that you just had a beautiful experience? Three times. Now watch this. Why am I saying Peter? Peter developed a spiritual stiff neck and he didn't see the enemy coming. You know what sifting means? You guys have heard me preach about it. It's a slow process where they shake all the wheat and the grain out and it's a rough process. And in order for you to get some of that wheat out and get the the bad uh, wheat out. But here's the thing. What happens to someone with a stiff neck is that we are blindsided by what the enemy is trying to do. Can I just say this real quickly before I go to my next point? We're going to have the worship team come up in a a few. But I feel that there's some of us here that you are being blindsided by the enemy because you don't know that maybe, just maybe, there's some areas of your life that you develop a stiff neck spiritually. Spiritually. And you can't react quickly, right? But you know what? And this is not in my notes. You know what also happens when someone has a physical a, a stiff neck or physical stiff anything. But, but mostly stiff neck when it damages your nerves. You're irritable and cranky. Is that right? If anyone cannot, especially their neck that, that, that controls all the nervous system from the neck down, you become angry. I just, I'm just going to say this, okay? There's no such thing as a perpetual angry follower of the Lord. <laughs> because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. We should shine like light. The Bible says we're the light of the world. Of the earth. If we're saying, how are you? I'm blessed. I have the joy of the Lord all the time. I am so happy right now. Listen, I'm not talking about facial expression. I'm talking about in here. I'm talking about in the heart. And what I'm saying, when you have a spiritual stiff neck, is because something happened. Everybody say something happened. But here's the key. The people that God called stiff neck were not people that didn't have a relationship with the Lord. They were people that once had a relationship with the Lord and were in an environment of hearing the word. Here's a newsflash. The people that can develop a stiff neck spiritually are the people that go to church every Sunday and hear the word of God and still resist. So watch this. Here's, here's the, the revelation. Each time we resist the word of God, the stiff neck gets stronger. I want to say that again. Each time we resist the ways of God, we become less spiritually flexible and we were not able to see the enemy coming. We won't be able to lift up our head in worship because we're ashamed and we won't be able to walk in humility. Ooh, this feels good. Watch the fourth one, and one was closing. A person with a stiff neck, now this is key, watch this, finds it difficult to hear things that are coming quickly. Look at Hebrews chapter 3. I'm almost done, I promise you. But before you turn there, put that next slide. What's the spiritual significance of this? A stiff neck Christian slowly 
The spiritual significance of, of uh, difficult to hear, put that one up, slowly loses their spiritual discernment and their ability to hear God's voice for their life. Maybe you got the wrong slide, but that's the one. A stiff-necked Christian slowly loses their spiritual discernment. Everybody say discernment. And ability to hear God's voice. Do you realize when you stop hearing conviction, when you stop yielding to conviction, I want to say that again, when you stop, when, when it doesn't bother you anymore and you stop hearing the voice of conviction, that is a sign that you're developing a spiritually stiff neck spiritually. When you no longer or care about what you do and how many doors you open to, to darkness or sin, then you develop a stiff neck. Let me tell you, be careful because you're going to go down the wrong path and eventually you're going to hit hard. Now watch this. I'm almost done. Hebrews 3 verse 7. Here it goes in the, in the NLT. Say amen when you're there. Are you getting something? This is what the Holy Spirit says. Listen, I'm almost done. This is key. When you hear his voice, everybody will say, when I hear his voice. You're hearing his voice right now through the word. When you hear his voice, don't, what is it? Harden your heart. Same thing. Stiff neck, hard heart. When you hear his voice, that means you're accountable now. When you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as Israel did when they rebelled. Do you see a little, little, little revelation there? What's the revelation of a stiff neck? I know this is going to sting. Are you ready? Rebellion. Spiritually stiff neck people say, I don't care what God says, and I don't care what you say. And you know what? You have a right to say that. But that doesn't mean you're going to not reap the consequences of your decision. Listen, there's a difference between forgiveness and consequence. God will forgive you, but you still have to pay the consequence. If somebody rapes somebody and then they later get saved and gave their life to the Lord, they still have to go to jail. God forgave them, took their sin away, but they still have to pay the consequences. Come on, somebody. Your decisions carry consequences. And that's why God says, be circumcised in your heart and be stiff-necked no more. And you know what that means too? Stop resisting what God has called you to do. It's not just for all these sinners out there. No, it's for God's people. What has God called you to do that you're saying no to? Oh, come on. That's being stiff-necked. If you're stiff-necked and you're saying, no, I don't want, or I'm scared, I don't want to do what God's called me to do. Maybe you're a business person and God is going to use you powerful in the marketplace. Maybe you're a lawyer. Maybe you're a doctor. Maybe you have a hospitality gift and you're not using your gift. You know what that means? God is saying, where is my people that once would bow low and lift up their heads and now develop the stiff neck and refuse to do what I tell them. You know what? how merciful God is? God doesn't force us to love him. God didn't force me to go to, to the stretch places. He didn't wake me up and said, this is for your good. I'm going to get an angel and I'm going to carry you to the stretch place. I had to go, God, I don't feel like coming today. There's many times when I feel like coming and I went there and I showed up. And I showed up. Why? Because I needed flexibility back. Come on. Spiritually, some of you need to start getting that flexibility back. And listen, here's a key. Humble yourself and admit that you've been resisting God, and God will do something new to you and refresh your heart. Oh, this is so good. Do not rebel as in the days of the wilderness. How do we develop a hard heart? Okay? Injury, pain, emotional wounds. Has anybody had a breakup of a relationship? Has anybody experienced divorce? Again, you don't have to raise your hand. 
Has anybody seen something bad happen in your family? Has, have you lost a job that was unfair? Has something unfair injustice happened to you? You know what those things open the door for? Slowly, stiff neck and hard heart. If you are disappointed for a long time, that is one of the key things that develops a hard heart. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So when you've been deferred with hope many times, and many times you got to be careful because you'll develop a hard heart, which is a stiff neck. Come on, say amen. amen. The Bible says it's, it's, we lose our discernment, in a sense, when we have a stiff neck. You know what the Bible says? I'm closing. It says... Some of you are laughing. It's okay. The Bible says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Do you hear that? In the book of Isaiah, it says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. Listen, who substitute bitter for sweet and bitter and, and sweet for bitter. In other words, you have no discernment anymore to discern what's evil or what's good. When you have a spiritual stiff neck because of years of resisting, what happens is you are not going to discern what you're doing is evil. You just think it's no big deal. There's people in here right now and there's people in the church worldwide that are thinking what they're doing is no big deal, but realize, but not realizing that they're falling away from the Lord. Okay. I want the worship team to come up here, please. This is going to be good. Look at this next one. This is, this is one of the last points. And then we're going to pray and we're going to ask God to tenderize our heart. You know how we also develop a, 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 um, a stiff neck when we refuse godly correction and godly instruction? Seriously. My heart has become tender when I just admitted, you know what, I'm going to accept that in my life. But my heart has gotten hardened when I keep refusing the voice of the Lord. Say, say this with me. I will no longer be stiff-necked Christian. Now, here's the last one. Watch this. A person with a stiff neck, look at, point that up, may at times lose all feelings and sensitivity in their neck or in many other parts of their body. You guys following me? Some of the, the points up there are not in order. Let me put that up there again. A person with a stiff neck, may at times lose, look at this, all feeling and sensitivity, this is a key, in their neck or in many other parts of their body. Is that true, Tom? You lose sensitivity in, even in your legs because of nerve damage in your neck. Watch this now. What's the spiritual significance of that? You guys can start playing in the background when you can. Look at this. Look at the spiritual significance. Put that slide up. Put that point up. Spiritual significance of a person that can no longer be sensitive, they lose, watch this, is a stiff-necked Christian slowly becomes, everybody say desensitized, to the conviction of the Holy Spirit in their heart and in their mind. Physically, I have some ner nerve damage in my nervous system. And there's times that in my neck there's, some damage and and there's a, there's a result there's other damages watch this this is so key please if you don't hear this anything hear this they lose feeling and they lose sensitivity in the natural what does that mean hands start tingling because of nerve damage toes start tingling 
numbness. Watch this. I'm going somewhere, and I, I promise this is going to hit home. Spiritually speaking, that analogy of being stiff-necked, that means you lose and are desensitized by, one th- by the things that you used to be sensitive to. Oh, I wish I had more people grasp this. That means years ago you used to be sensitive to turning away from certain things, but now it's no big deal. It's not that it's no big deal. It's that you become desensitized because of stiff neck syndrome. I'm about to say something real powerful, so please hear me. Pain is God's way in your body to signal that something is wrong. Hello? If you didn't feel pain in your body, you wouldn't know that there's something off that you need to fix. There's sometimes that I've gone to other therapy. I've gone to therapies all over the nation. And I went to this one therapy because I, the, I have severe pain, but there's it's all kind of dead here, so it's like numb. So they would put these heating instruments, and, I, and I'm like, ah, this is fine with me. They're like, are you fine? And they would turn the heat up. It was like, the, to the point that you could see like 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 smoke coming out my back. The, literally, the therapist like, man, you're you're tolerating that. And what I didn't know is that it was burning on the inside because I had no more feeling in there. And that therapist was just turning that heat up in this machine to try to get blood flowing, and I didn't feel a thing. I'm like, go ahead, put it higher. I don't know. The next few weeks was absolute hell for me because after that numbness wore off, it went right into my nerves and I couldn't move. Listen, when you become desensitized to the voice of the Lord, what will happen is it will burn you because you will not be able to be sensitive to conviction anymore. Guys, if you no longer feel convicted of what you used to do, there's a problem that's scary that means you develop a hard heart and a stiff neck if nothing bothers you nothing bothers you anymore circumcise this foreskin of your heart because you're listen just like my nerves got really painful because I had no idea that they were burning me I was just like because I'm numb oh this, hear, hear me hear me it's dangerous to become callous and numb in your heart how does that come how does that come repeated hurt repeated hurt repeated disappointment man i feel the lord here years ago as a youth pastor i said this analogy and it's coming to me now there was a story of this man that was young man that was doing karate chops and he and he broke like he broke the competition and he broke like 10 pieces of wood and they interviewed him and they said how is it that you could be able to break that wood so easily you know what they you know what he said I'm closing here. I'm telling you, this is my last point. He says, it took a lot of pain because I had to go through pain so I could purposely have calluses in my hand so I won't feel anything. In other words, you're going to damage your hand so that you could do what you want to do. And you know what he said? He goes, I would go in the backyard and I would chop the tree. Look at that. That hurts me just doing that. He said he would chop the tree over and over again. I just did three and my hands are hurting. He said, I would do it until I would almost bleed, then I would stop. And he goes, I would keep on doing it. Eventually, oh God, eventually the pain turned into numbness and I didn't feel anything anymore. What happens when you develop a hard heart and a, and a stiff neck spiritually? You, 
become numb spiritually. You become numb to God. You become numb to people that try to love on you. And listen, like I said before, you will bleed on people who never cut you. You become numb. And then someone that reminds you of someone that hurts you, you won't receive from them. If you've ever been hurt by a pastor and you never got healing, you're going to find it very difficult to receive from me today. If you can't receive from the word, check yourself. Why? Say numbness. Now, lastly, some causes for being spiritually stiff-necked and then I'm going to give you four quick points to protect you. How many want to be protected from being stiff-necked? How many want to be healed from being stiff-necked and being hurt, being hardened? Okay, quickly. What are some causes for being spiritually stiff-necked? It's not going to be on the screen, but I want you to hear me. What, cause, what are some of the causes that makes you constantly resisting the call of God or resisting the ways of God? Ready? Not in any order. Offense, bitterness, and unforgiveness. If you're offended at somebody, come on. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen this morning. You know, you, you just got to admit that you're offended sometimes. Sometimes Christians are the, are the people, they hide their So No, I'm not offended. Nope, nope, not offended at all. Nope. I just won't ever talk to him again, but I am not offended. Listen, offense, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Everybody say offense, bitterness, unforgiveness opens the door for a hard heart and a stiff neck right are you ready has anybody been offended here have any have anybody battled with bitterness developing a stiff neck watch out number two what are the causes for uh, for a, a spiritual stiff neck deep emotional and physical pain that you experienced boy in the last two months i have gone through so much some of you know some of you don't in my family, in my life. My father just passed away two weeks ago. If I'm not careful, are you ready for this? I can say, God, you don't care what, what I'm going through. And you can develop a heart. I can develop a hard heart. But I have to choose to confess that God is good. To keep my spiritual neck from being stiff. Thirdly, a cause for spiritually stiff neck. Consistent compromise to sin concerning things that are contrary to the word of God consistent compromise consistent compromise and sin will harden your heart and stiffen your neck spiritually more listen I don't care how many times you go to church that doesn't that won't make your spiritual neck be softened I could go to a church and just cross my my arm and close off everything the whole time and I'll get nothing but if I compromise in sin and I don't re- repent from that I'm going to harden my heart. And each time I do it, it's going to be harder to resist. It's like if you fasted cheesecake for a month, the moment you start eating cheesecake, you're going to crave that thing. Or pastelitos, or cafecito, or cortadito, whatever it is. Real quick, the fourth cause for a hard heart. Unbelief. Unbelief, lack of faith, develops a hard heart. The Bible says in James... Let no one doubt. Let no one think that he will receive anything from the Lord if he doubts. He's a double-minded person. If you struggle with doubt, deal with it quickly. Because it's going to harden your heart. It's going to harden your heart. Doubt will harden your heart. The first major sin was not the sexual sin in in the garden. The serpent said to Eve, Did God say? 
In other words, get Eve to doubt that God said what he said. And then pride and arrogance is a big cause. A cause for heart and heart is when you're arrogant and prideful. It's the opposite of what God wants. Can I be open with you? Sometimes either you humble yourself or God will allow you to get humble. And he'll use trials, afflictions, and tribulations to bring humility in you. He says, I love you, son, but you're going to have to go through some of the fire because you need to be purified. Gold only gets purified through fire. Come on, somebody. Gold only gets purified through the heat. Now, here's what you've been waiting for, and then we're going to pray. Four things. I didn't get it in a book. I didn't get it in a book. I just started thinking about this. What is the recipe for a hard heart or a stiff neck? If you have a spiritual stiff neck syndrome, here is the recipe. Are you ready? Please listen to this. Go to the next one. Guard your heart and mind. This is how... uh, I'm going to give you the recipe from the doctor in heaven, okay? Guard your heart and mind from things that are meant to harm your heart. And that is the way that you will be on the road to developing some flexibility in your stiff neck spiritually. Guard your heart, church, from things that are meant to destroy you. Guard your heart. Recognize. Refuse to give in to bitterness. Refuse to give in to anger. Refuse. When you you process it, process it well. I process my anger to the Lord because if I don't, I'll process it to people. (laughs) Come on, church. You know that's good. You know I'm preaching to you. If I don't process my anger to, well, well, I can't be mad. No, God understands your heart. Tell him that you're mad. Lord, I'm angry and I'm hurt right now. Lord, I need you to do something. I need to get in the Word. And then you I walk in a park and I find, and you know, you get all hardened and I start getting worship songs and I start hearing the Word. And the Lord just, and I just release it to him. Lord, I give you this person. I forgive this person for hurting me. Lord, I don't care if they do anything back. I give it. And you know what happens? I am free. I become free. I guard my heart next recipe we're gonna pray now the next recipe to heal a stiff neck look at me don't laugh but do you have a stiff neck not physically spiritually think about are you resisting the ways of the lord even now here's a second recipe oh this is so good you're gonna love this be teachable and accept godly counsel from others i can't tell you that's going on in our church right now that's going on in churches all over america right now be heedful be be mindful of godly counsel notice that i said godly counsel because if someone that is stiff neck if you get if you get counsel from someone that is stiff neck they're going to give you stiff neck counsel watch this because we produce who we are i'm gonna preach now we produce who we are so if you get counsel from somebody that is stiff neck they're not going to give you what you need to be healed from the stiff neck so if, a sti- if you go to a, a, a stubborn, stiff-necked spiritual person that is rebelling and doesn't want anything to do with God and you come to them with your problems, they're not going to tell you to go to the Lord. They're going to say, go ahead and run, man. Go ahead and run. Escape that. Do what you need to do. But when you get godly counsel, don't reject it. Please hear me now. There's leaders in here and there's people in here that you have received godly counsel and you have rejected it. Don't do that. The godly, now some of it may be off, it may be rude, I get that, not everything is good. I'm saying godly counsel. That's how you get recipe. Why? Because you can't see everything. Hello? 
you and I, we have blind spots in our own lives. I remember one time I was going someplace and I was pure in my heart to go there. And one of my friends says, don't go to that place. I'm like, why? They're like, it's not a good area. I remember getting out of my car and in my heart, I felt like, like the movie, get out. But it was not a demon or anything. It was the Holy Spirit. I just, I felt this urgency, like I don't need to be here. And I left. And right, right around the corner, there was some drug activity that was happening there. Get godly counsel. If someone is counseling you or giving you advice saying, hey, be careful with your lifestyle, don't hate on them. Appreciate them. As a matter of fact, you should thank God for friends like that. I said, you should thank God for people who call you. You should be, you should be thankful. Hey, I haven't seen you in church for two months. Are you okay? You should be thankful for friends like that. Well, they don't love me. Listen, if someone is calling you and trying to warn you, it's because they love you. Not because they're trying to judge you. Everybody has their own issues. You think they have time to do that? If they have time to reach out, that means they see something that you don't see. Two more and we're going to pray. Get, watch this. Sorry, Proverbs 11. Where there is no counsel. Proverbs 11. Where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, their safety. Two more. Recipe for healing of a, of, a, of a stiff neck. Get the word of God inside of you. I said, get the word of God inside of you. How do you develop a soft heart? Be healed from, from this stuff, that, the resisting nature. Get the word of God inside of you. It's like darts of love, darts of fire coming in. When I read the word, it's impossible to stay in the state that I'm in because he loves me. He corrects me. He convicts me. He heals me. The word of God is alive. Come on. Get the word of God in you. How will you know what to reject if you don't have the word? Come on. It's not the pastor's job to give you the word, only you have to feed yourself the word. Yesterday, me and my wife and family, we went to Outback. We got some good steaks. But guess what? The cook prepared it, but I had to eat it. See, that went right over your head. The Word of God is the spiritual filet mignon in your life. And then lastly, look, look, I promise I'm closing now. Last point, and then we're going to pray. Don't ignore the convictions of the Lord when He is warning you about the path that your heart and mind is dangerously heading towards. Please take a picture of that. How do you get healed from a a stiff neck syndrome spiritually? Don't ignore the nudges you feel in your heart. Don't ignore the nudge of of the path that you're going through. Open your heart to the Lord today. Circumcise your heart spiritually. In other words, give Him the areas where you have become stiff. Give Him the areas where you have become resistant and say, Lord... I ask for forgiveness and I ask you to heal my heart, my broken heart, because today is a new day. I want a new heart. You know what David said? Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit. Make me to love you. Bring obedience to me. And that's what we have to do. Here's what happens when you allow the Lord to heal you. You'll be able to look down freely with humility. You'll be able to look up without shame. You'll be able to have discernment because you don't have a stiff neck. But if you do, the Bible says it's time to end that pattern. Stop resisting me. Come on, amen. 
it's time I'm going to ask you all to stand up before we leave church is going to be dismissed in about a minute but if you guys want to stay for the baptism that's fine let's pray and then we're going to dismiss the church but we're going to stay for those who are getting baptized come on thank you for tuning in for more information about us please visit remnantchristiancenter.com